All right, welcome in on another. Ep- you know what? New. Maybe we should do something different for our intro. I don't know if I like that anymore. All right, you know. You what do else it every should we time. do? You do it every I, time. I don't. I don't think I like it though. I think I did it the first time and it just kind of stuck. Let's let's mix it up. What what else should we do? I'm putting the you on three, the spot. The three listeners are gonna be disappointed. I know, but I think that they uh, will be okay with it. What if we just start off with like, "What's up?" No. Nope. Welcome to our show. You no. guys are gonna hate this. <laughs> I think all right is where it's at. Feels weird. Oh, now. Feels weird. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Welcome in on another episode of the Outside the Lines podcast. We are joined today by Craig Brackens, and we will cover everything Big 12 tournament. We will cover a little bit of March Madness because we're not sure if we'll have his time on with us next week when we do cover March Madness. But right now, it's all about Big 12 play. Rematch again, round three against Baylor. Should be a crazy one if you're going to be in Kansas City. Please cheer as hard as you possibly can for the Iowa State Cyclones. We are going to do our Big 12 preview. It should be a good one. Really excited to have Craig on. But as always, we are brought to you by BNC Fieldhouse. Head on over to BNC Fieldhouse for the best drink deals on Welch Avenue, as well as the best place to watch the big game. Head on over there every Saturday for a buffalo chicken sandwich with a pitcher. Only $10. Can you believe it? You shouldn't because that is an insane deal. Also, they got Wing Wednesdays for 50-cent wings, $5 liquor, and beer pitchers. And you also have a birthday special. If you're celebrating your birthday or a buddy's birthday, head on over to BNC and they'll give you a liquor tower of your choice for only $7. Opens at 4 p.m. every single weekday. Thank you, Ben, for sponsoring us. Really excited to be partnered with them. And without further ado, we will get into our Big 12 tournament breakdown. All right, we are joined by... My dog, I guess, who just started barking right when we uh, started to do this intro. But, of course, Craig Bracken. So we got co-host Newts. He's the co-host. I'm the host. And then we got our beloved recurring guest, Craig Brackens, to join us for an NCAA tournament breakdown. Excuse me, not an NCAA tournament, a Big 12 tournament breakdown. But, Craig, thank you for joining us again, man. It's awesome having you on. Appreciate it. Love being on with you guys, man. It's always a great time. It is. It's a lot of fun. We've been having some fun lately, uh, and I'm just going to get right into it. We beat Baylor. We broke a huge streak. I think we lost eight of the last 10 games, refused to lose nine out of the past 11 because we're Americans. So I love that. <laughs> Took down Baylor, their last game played at Farrell Center. I mean, I wasn't expecting it, especially because we controlled the game the entire time. So just before we dive into the Big 12 term breakdown, how are we feeling just coming off a of regular season play? Because I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was ugly until Baylor. So how are we feeling going into Baylor again? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it, uh, it's so hard. It's, it, I guess the real Iowa State has been showing. It's so hard because I want to say, like, man, they could breeze through this. Um, they're fairly good road team when the refs are being fair. Um I'm not afraid of Baylor uh, matchup wise. I feel like scheme wise, we, I mean, I, I, feel, I just feel like we out coach Baylor, you know? So um, 
I mean, if they just do what they do or what they've been doing, not recent games, but just in general, I think, I mean, we move on to the next round, I believe. So I had a very, very difficult question for you, Craig. Um, mm-hmm. Is Iowa State good? Yes. <laughs> yes. I was thinking about the question like, uh, is this a trick question? They are. <clears throat> I just think when, when you know, and I think we talked about it last time, when shots, when shots aren't falling from the guards, there's not much, you know? Like, I, I don't know the identity if the guards aren't on point that day. My whole thing know. is... I think Taman, I don't know. I, I would love to see him just shoot those open jumpers more often, even if he's going to miss. Yeah. Like it, it, unless you're airballing them or bricking them constantly, then you're yeah. still showing no threat by not shooting it. Like, even if you just shoot it and just hit the back iron and you miss it, at least it shows that you're willing to do it. You pull the defense up and maybe you can drive and kick. Like, that's his game. I don't know. Like, like we know he's not the best shooter, but he's not a horrible. What do you think about it? Yeah. I mean, you always want like you don't want that big where you can just stand in the paint. You're not worried about them. You know what I mean? Like, that's my favorite big to guard, to be honest. It's like I'm worried about every defensive scheme, every pin down when the guards coming off. Like, that's my focus. Not that guy. Like, if he beats us. okay, cool. We're you know, we're we're okay to take that loss. But you have to make someone a threat when you have to guard someone who can shoot who can pass, who can do every, I mean, you just, your mind is just going crazy because it's like, okay, I got to stop this. I got to stop that. I got to stop this. It's like, make the defense respect you somehow. It's just a little bit like I, that. I, I, it, it kills me as an ex Iowa state big because, you know, we talked about this last time and I'm going to say it until they fix it. In my opinion, where did the Iowa state bigs go? We we produce good digs, scoring digs, like unstoppable mismatch. Like I, I don't see that anymore. And it's like, when do we become like a Villanova when it's just all guards? Like, I don't know. We got Omaha coming. <laughs> that's true. But that's one, like it's more. And they're gonna put them probably at like the two guard or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's still not a big. Like, give me a big. <laughs> He's, he's talented, actually. <laughs> he's very talented. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, no, I, I mean, I agree. I, I think, I mean, we even saw it with, uh, what was it? West Virginia was like a perfect uh, showcase yeah. of Gabe pick, getting in foul trouble and then things immediately going south because no one else can step up offensively. Um, you know, we even found that with, I mean, the team a little bit last year if Brockington wasn't on that it was a mess watching that team try and do things when mm-hmm. Rockington was off the court or honestly not hitting, which was rare for him. I don't know how that right. man was a walking bucket. Actually, it was crazy. Man, he was. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think the one thing that I, I like, I don't really want to brush aside, but I also don't want to be like super negative about. But it's it's hard still of just like this last, you know, month plus of watching this team two terrible losses at Hilton. Um, actually three terrible losses at Hilton, Oklahoma state was a bad one as well. Oh yeah. Um, you know, just, and, and, you know, I don't know, like, yeah, we went and walloped Baylor at Baylor. Great kind of like, look like Iowa state of the old, which, which gives you a lot of momentum heading into the big 12 tournament, but it's still just kind of, 
goes back to this inconsistency that makes me very worried heading into uh march madness um i have a hot take here and that is i don't really give a shit about the big 12 tournament i, I never yeah. have any time that we've done well in the big 12 tournament it. we immediately fizzle out in the in, I know. in march madness every single year and and every single time it's like everyone like gets on iowa state like oh they're hot heading in the tournament and they don't we don't do anything yeah and, and it's been some of the best teams have done well in the big 12 tournament and then they it's almost like they play their best basketball and they immediately then fall apart. Um, yeah. right in the, or it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very like kind of Iowa esque as you saw, like they kind of started to play their best basketball last year, same time towards the end of the year, did mm. really well in the big 10 tournament, lost first round, uh, um, Richmond, very funny. First team to get was... out in the tournament last year. People <laughs> yeah. were saying like, Oh, they could come out of there, whatever dark horse coming out of it. Um, yeah. but like, I, I don't know, it, it's one of those things where I'd, I'd almost rather take the extra rest, um, not deal with the grind of playing potentially three top 10 ranked teams, um, mm-hmm. dealing with the extra minutes that are going to go on our guards now with, with girl being gone, things like that. And just like yeah. get geared up for, um, you know, whoever we're going to play, you know, first round on, on Thursday or Friday, um, a week later. So I, I don't know that that's what my take with it. You know, the bragging and, rights this year are stellar. I mean, they were last year. No one gives a shit. Like, I, I'm sorry, but it's like, I want a regular I, I do. season college. <laughs> I, 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 do. I don't, I don't care. Because it does not matter. Until you, like, dethrone Kansas as, like, the regular season conference title, it yeah. doesn't matter. You can't brag <clears throat> about it. But you can it's show even, up it's for even one like weekend this, and then huh? still just say, oh, we're the best in the Big 12. I know that's not actually true, but, like, it's you can true. you can it try and sell true. that story. It's even like trying to but, say that K-State was the best football team this year in the Big 12. You say that to anyone, everyone says, no, it was TCU by far. Like, K-State did beat them in the Big 12 championship game, but everyone's like, no, TCU is yeah. the best Big 12 team. It's the same thing yeah. that happens with the Big 12 I like tournament, to party, man. No matter I, I, I like winning that tournament and then just feeling so damn good about and, ourselves. And then losing it's, it's, a great play. it's a great place the, to win, too. March Madness. And it is. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. So, right? Craig, I, I mean, yeah. would you – I assume you probably agree with New. I assume 99% of people – and I kind of do, too, but I just like to be an it, asshole. It, what do you, what would you rather it, do? I'd rather dethrone Kansas for the regular season because that's all you hear. Like, yeah. it's literally all you hear. Like, yeah, when you so, make okay, runs, you have three options. Uh-huh. You dethrone Kansas in the regular season, you win the Big 12 tournament, or you make the Final Four. I mean, obviously, the NCAA it's tournament. The final. It's the final. Okay. I mean, obviously. Maybe that one was NCAA, a little. Yeah, maybe NCAA that was a little tournament is obviously like, I, I'd rather, you know. Uh, if I can, you know, like the rest, like I'll take the rest and just get ready for the NCAA tournament. Forget the, forget the big 12 turn. This isn't the big, big East tournament. Guy, like, huh? no, not, not really. But I just feel like, like no one cares about the Pac-12 tournament. No one cares about yeah. the, the, you know, what is it? The mountain, what, whatever the West coast conference, the only tournament that matters and that means something is the big East tournament. To be honest, it's legendary. It's the Kimball Walker story. Like it, they have they do such a grind because they'd have to play what is it six games if you're one of the worst teams in a row to win the whole thing, and like that's what they did. It's different. I think it, I think it used to be because they, they lost a lot of schools. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. I, I, yeah, my age is showing. I don't really follow Big East anyway, too. But but I'm just saying, like, every time I remembered any type of tournament, it was like Madison Square Garden. Like, you know what I mean? They just, yeah. it, they, it just, it seemed more important over there than like, hey, the Big 12 tournament. They're like, where is it? And I'm like, y'all don't even know where it is. Like, that's messed up. You know what I mean? Kansas and, City. Well, of course, I know where it is. Like, I know. It's a great place. I'm just here now, and I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited yeah. for it. Oh, my God. It, it's it's a fun thing. It, it's always fun. You have the Iowa State fans show out crazy. Um, I mean, everybody shows up and shows great support. I, I think I'm, I'm with Newt with it. It's just like, no, like, dethrone – I'm tired of hearing Kansas, like, what is it, 13 years in a row, regular season champs. Like, they always have a chance to lose, and they don't. Like, te- mm-hmm. Texas, really? Like, you could have – come on now. Like, y'all just ruined it. Like, I don't know. I, I really – okay, I, I, I know that everyone at Iowa State hates Kansas, and I do too because, I mean, you know, Bill Self, like, they're always – I don't good. hate they're, Kansas. They're the I, I, I really respect them. And, and I, yeah. I think what – um what really kind of turned my opinion on a lot of things was last year when at the end in February, they were the best team in college basketball, at mm-hmm. least the one that was trending, you know, the highest, like they were just hitting their stride. Then they won easily the big 12 tournament. And I was kind of thinking, and this is like dumb brain talk, but it is historical where you win the conference tournament. You usually don't perform too well in the NCAA yeah. tournament. So I, I was like, well, this is weird. Cause I thought, Kansas was the best team in the NCAA tournament. I still picked them to win it all last year, but I, I only did that just because I'm like, I don't know who else I'm going to pick. Let yeah. alone, you know, lo and behold, they go and, you know, sweep through the entire NCAA tournament and win. Thank and you. they won both the conference tournament and, and that was new. That doesn't normally happen. And I think this year I'm seeing a very similar story with Kansas. I think in February, they have shown that they're the best team in the Big 12, I hate to admit. And I think they very well might have a repeat of last year. And I, I think the likelihood of it is very, you know, slim just because it's really hard to repeat on both sides two years in a row. But mm-hmm. if I'm being honest, I'm looking at the games or the teams that are going to be in the NCAA tournament. I'm just thinking, I don't know. I still think they're the team to beat. You really think that? That's funny. I, think I so. don't think Kansas I do. is the best team. I don't. Well, do you, who, who do you think is? I, and we're probably jumping a little bit to March Madness. But yeah. I, I think Big 12 is the best conference, and I think they're yeah, the best course. team in the best conference. So that's maybe that's too slim of reasoning, but I just think matchup. Damn, match-up I can't think of reasons. anyone else. They, as I've been watching more more college basketball and seeing it and laughing at teams who lose to certain teams, it's all matchups, and it's hilarious. It like I don't think Kansas could beat Purdue. I think Purdue I agree never performs in March, though. They don't. Like Purdue, they don't. Purdue's favorite thing is to lose in the Sweet 16. Absolutely, they, which is Their hilarious. Their bigs would eat them up, though. That, see, and that's where I'm at Everyone with it. Everyone says that like, every year. They have a seven-foot big every year, and then he gets like <laughs> in foul trouble early. Like, well, because like, matchup problems. Game. So, you know who I want to see play? I want to see Houston versus Purdue. I like that. Because I haven't seen Houston play a ton, though. I, they're tough. They're mentally, they're they just good. tough. They're tough. And the thing about their bigs are 6'8". You might get – they have a 6'10 guy, but they're undersized, but they are athletic and they run. And I want to see David versus Goliath almost. You know what I mean? Like I don't think it would affect them. Like Kansas, I think Kansas would struggle with a Houston because their guards are 
They're big guards. They have the wings defensively. They man, Houston runs the ball. They're so fast. They're probably the best team in transition. But I just don't think Kansas can mentally handle that because I've I've seen it when they play um, in the in the um, in the Big Twelve. Like I was just like, there's certain matchups where Kansas is gonna struggle, and I don't think their bigs are as good as they normally are. Um, they're big. He's solid until he runs into another really really good big, and you know it's it's hard for me to say. Iowa State doesn't have good bigs, and that's why they lose against Kansas. I think guard for guard, Iowa State is right there with Kansas, performing how when they perform. But Kansas has more than them because their bigs do a lot too. They know their role and they do more. Nuke called this out. We are a different team when we're sitting Shun, and it it sucks. I mean, Nuke, uh, yeah. I won't I won't steal yeah. your thunder, Nuke. I'll let you talk about it. But I thought that was a spot on observation, like. I knew that Shun was one of our better players, but holy shit, defensively, offensively, it is brutal to watch when when he's not in, at least down low. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it is just, it, it feels like it's almost night and day, um, mm-hmm. what we're able to do when, when Shun is is just not on the court. Um, I don't know, and, and some of the, I mean, I mean, TJ, this last game threw a lot at um, – Baylor played played a lot. Watson got a lot of time, which was nice. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We'll see what TJ's got up his sleeve with, you know, obviously losing a lot of the minutes with, with Grill and our already uh, low guard depth. I mean, we just don't have any depth in general. I mean, and that's what TJ came in with a bare cover. You know, like he was replacing an 0-18 Big 12 team before this. You know, that, that, that's the thing that we always yeah. have to keep in mind. It's like he's replacing a team that – was terrible. Return two starters, uh, or return two players total. Um, one of them is already graduated, George Condit, and the other one is Trey Jackson, mm-hmm. who who transferred. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's not like he's had much left, you know. Like, and so he's had to make way with a lot of of transfers, you know, some freshmen, things like that, and so. It hasn't been easy, but yeah, I think this team, especially, you know, you see um, when Shun's in there and, and, you know, just what he's able to do defensively is is huge, Um, rim protecting, Mm -hmm. things like that. I think we're also seeing Trey King start to get uh, much more comfortable um, and maybe feel a little bit more, um, what is it, just like... uh, A lot of chemistry with everyone, I think, is is a a good way to put it. I feel like he's sort of like gelling well with others uh on the court um which is nice to see i think jazz being back as well and kind of getting that gel gelling too is nice but i I think i am i'm getting excited for this team a little bit heading into like tournament big 12 play just with where we're at but i am you know like the lack of big anyone picking especially as soon as shun like it's like my my least favorite um time to watch iowa state is like the first three minutes of the start mm-hmm. of the game because if shun picks mm-hmm. up like a cheap going for a block or yeah, contested like at, at the at just three, being like, aggressive if, yeah. It, yeah it's like if i'm tj i would tell shun stand around the rim don't put, fucking put your arms up Honestly. Yeah. Like I, I would tell him, <laughs> or I tell him, I tell him first five minutes you can't go get don't, nothing. Don't, like first five minutes, do not leave. Your don't feet. do nothing. Like until yeah. TV timeout. <laughs> yeah. No. You, you come <laughs> yeah. back to this bench, and you better not. I better not see that those feet leave the floor. Like you better not be jumping. Because if you're jumping, is it wrong? Feet, if it, is it wrong if I, it, 
is it wrong for me to say that I'm like you, you said, like you, you're excited, like you see King, like getting a little more comfortable. Like, mm-hmm. is it wrong for me to say, like, I'm a little disappointed? With Trey King? He's had plenty of time. Like I said, it. like, <laughs> I just like, you know, what I, I hear what you're saying. And I agree. Like, yes, it's good. Like, bro, how much more time do you need? Like, you, you're with them every day. It doesn't take that long mm-hmm. to figure out how to jail. Like, you, you didn't come from, like, ah, it, I don't know. Maybe I'm being hard on him because I see potential. I see what he could be. And um, I, I don't know. Uh, it, well, I mean, part I, of it is also he was practicing with the team before he was officially playing on the court. So, yeah, he's been with the team all year. You're, you're on, he's been on the second team going against the first team. Like you ain't figured nothing out yet. Like how are you still I guess not I was comfortable? Kind of, I feel like he is kind of hitting the stride. Maybe, maybe that's me though. And I think, um, I thought he was better than that. Maybe that's what it is. Th- there was a lot of mixed expectations with him coming in. I mm. think, uh, yeah. If you look at some expectations that people had of him, they, they thought he was going to be potential like big 12 player they, i i just i didn't know enough about it going into it so yeah i didn't me, either i just was I looking just, like, at all the stuff right. like king is coming yeah. i'm like oh king who who who, who yeah. is he like okay <laughs> you know what i mean like i think he's kind of like a tweener play style too which is like a hard one to maybe like like i feel like he's not really like a crazy good shooter and he kind of lives in the the mid-range baseline a little bit which is just it's kind of a hard yeah. hard style to maybe play nowadays but i like or, that though if you have the guards fits, driving but that it doesn't fit with like the rest of our team a little bit you know like think about think about, yeah. i don't know it's like that's true and, and like it kind of goes back a little bit to like how lipsy is it's like you know like jaron holmes can drive shoot the three that kind of stuff but like when lipsy is not an outside threat at all it, it does take away from that a bit that like it clogs that up. Maybe, maybe makes it a little bit harder for Trey King to get those opportunities because it's, it's crowding that, that area. Whereas like, I could see you probably want someone who's like a jazz coach who can stretch that out a little bit more, or you keep, how do we not have out another jazz type player? How's it just jazz can do what jazz does. I don't like. I feel that. like jazz is one of a kind. Like, I don't know if we've ever really, we had haven't a had a like jazz. Him. Like that's a yeah. thing. In a like, while? Jazz is kind of, it's been Let's a see. I, I guarantee there's someone else who uh, who fits the profile of most important player on the team who's not our best player that we've <laughs> yeah. had in the, hey, in the recent five. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I, maybe it's just been that long because maybe Prim like, didn't recruit guys like that. But maybe like I just, early Hoiberg had people like that. Like, oh hey, Hoiberg. Yeah, I remember Hoiberg. Because because Hoiberg was a monster. But like. Sophomore year, Dustin Hogue, when he like kind of grinded people out on defense, got hard rebounds, mm-hmm. and would occasionally kind of go off in spurts, kind mm-hmm. of has these Jazz vibes. Because Jazz isn't, like, yeah, Jazz isn't gonna lead the team like whatever, you know, like yeah. if, dunks. If, if we're having to like go in yeah. on the night and be like, hey, Jazz, you got to take over the team, like you got to be our main offensive guy. I'm I'm not feeling too great going in the no. night. I'm just gonna be brutally honest here. And I wouldn't feel that good if it was early Dustin Hogue with that. But Hogue's senior year, he would he would go off. I mean, he had plenty of like thirty point games where he'd, he'd kill guys. So he definitely um, did his senior year. He was. I think he, I think he improved Dustin every Hogue, year. He he kind of yeah Dustin Hogue he like, he improved every year, which was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, that was enjoyable to see. Shooting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when you just see someone improve every year instead of just stay the same type deal, 
I mean, that's just a testament to him. That's a testament to maybe, you know, maybe he wasn't that good and look how much he's grown. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. I like that. He had so much raw athleticism. So, okay. So I actually wanted to ask about the rotation. Dude was coaching like a madman on Saturday. Otzelberger threw in. I don't think there was a single player that um, didn't get in. I mean, CEO got in for a little bit and gave us a spark. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eli King. I mean, I, we're, we're big Eli King fans. We had him on the podcast uh, late okay. last summer. So love Eli nice. King. And I mean, you, you could kind of see what he does. And I thought it was just unique because whether those are our best players or not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably not. But at the same time, you're throwing something out there on the last game of the regular season saying, hey, they're not prepared for these guys to come in. I don't again, yeah. I don't know if this is going to work, but at the very least, It'll be something new that'll kind of catch them off guard. And because we did that at the beginning of the game, I think that was how we were able to keep them on the on their heels for the rest of the game. And I think yep. that's where we were able to see some of that from um, Baylor. So, OK, question from Cyclone Sports, by the way, thanks to all the listeners who submitted any questions, picking only a couple today. But um, Cyclone Sports asked, do you think Iowa State should shorten their rotation for the tournaments? I, I doubt they're going to be playing King or excuse me, Eli King and the CEO. But just in general, do you think we should stick with like more of a seven man ro- rotation or do you like that eight to nine? I mean, I like eight to nine personally, because say you stick to seven, then you got a couple guys who are off when it's eight to nine, maybe those, you know, two other guys, you don't know who it might be, might bring that spark and wake those guys up. Um, It's hard to depend on seven, you know, possibly eight when, um, when there's so much at stake, I think, because you you just don't know how they're going to show up. I'm personally a, a eight, nine is like, and always that, that, I mean, that's how that most of the teams, if you really think about it, I don't see too many teams going that far with six, seven. Yeah. I, I just think it's a very easy way to wear yourself out when everyone is going to be playing. I mean, it's, it's big 12 tournament. Everyone's going to be yeah. playing their ass off. Yeah. But. It's tough. I yeah. love the rotation. I don't know if we're ever going to see that again. I mean, I, I highly doubt we will, but yeah, that many, I'm he not did sure. that for a top 10 matchup against Baylor at Baylor. I mean, it shows he's not afraid of anything. Oh, yeah. TJ's not afraid. of it. I, That's one thing about TJ personally. You know, I, I've known TJ since I was. How old was I? 13 years old. Right. So personally, um, how, how big are TJ's balls? Be honest. I mean, boy, come on. Big, bigger than him. And he's not that big, but big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TJ has such a short man complex. I, I want TJ to, to, to listen one day. I know it's the season. He's busy. But like, man, TJ's such a great dude. Like, uh, if y'all could get him on a podcast and just ask him questions, I know he has to be a coach and I know he has to be professional and all that. But if you could like get TJ to TJ, he's such a great dude. Great personality. Um, you know, we talk about <clears throat> how he took a, you know, people forget how bad the team was, but it's hard to, it's hard to remember how bad the team was when he took a team and went straight to the Sweet 16. Like you, you forget, you know what I mean? But he, he, he has Omaha, like, we don't know who else he's going to grab and transfer, um, you know, with the transfer pool now being one of the you know top things to do in college now. Um, I mean, year, you know, four, five, TJ sounds scary when he has time to bring his guys in, mature, 
his young guys and hopefully they stay around and, you know, don't jump to the NBA if they're, if they're able to, um, you know, just see him build a team. And then, I mean, it's, it's scary because co- he, he out coaches people all the time and he gets his team to outplay people with effort and heart all that, like it's, it's, it's fun to watch. I mean, that's why people love Iowa state. Like it's, it's fun to watch. Um, I've got a couple couple questions here. Do we think that Iowa State will score more in their first Big 12 tournament game this year than they did last year? How many did we score last year? Does that, anyone want to guess or remember? What the did we break 40? I don't think we even got to 40, did we? Was it that bad? Newt, what was it? I don't think I watched it last year, the Big 12 tournament. <laughs> I, I hope bad. you didn't. It was seventy-two to forty-one. Oh, it was. I do. Okay, now that you say it, I do remember. Uh, and then we go to the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> That's hilarious to score forty and then go to the Sweet Sixteen, huh? So we oh, just need to get our ass <laughs> Oh my god. Oh. I think they can score more than that against Baylor, and I think they will. To be honest, <laughs> well, good. <laughs> I, I would hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I don't think Baylor has Texas Tech defense. They're actually pretty low in Ken Palm ranking for defense. Um, that see, that's what I was gonna say. I, I don't, I don't see Baylor as a. They're not the old Baylor of Baylor's where they always had like seven footers and shot blockers and stuff. Like they went a different route this time. Well, they're missing. Uh, what was it? I can, I'm not even gonna try and pronounce that guy's name. Um, for oh, they're missing a a, a, a guy. Jonathan, I'm not. TT. I think I know you're talking about. I'm yeah. not even gonna try and pronounce it either. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But um I don't pay too much attention. Key key uh centerpiece for them. Um my other question, a little bit more serious, not exactly big totally. How do we feel? Do you guys think that if Lipsy stays all four years, do you think he could surpass Monte as maybe no. best best point guard? No, no. Monte's different, man. I like, love Taman, but I, I, I think Monte okay. was just like I, different. They are so similar, though. And Monte played on a much more stacked offensive team that Monte's offensive, yes, he did. Monte's offensive flaws got hidden a lot because, hey, guys, Monte didn't fucking shoot threes either. Monte, Monte passed up a lot of stuff as well, or he didn't yeah. have to worry about because, like, oh, I can pass a Nas Long, George Nyang, DeAndre Kane, or Melvin Edgem, and any of those guys can shoot. Like, Monte would only just – shoot at the elbow for a long time until like he wasn't you know like kind of the main offensive guy till junior senior year for a while like so he had to I th- and i think they play very similarly and Taman's a much better defender he is a better defender right now right now yeah. he is yeah. you only I, love I, I love Monte. well I you don't Monte yeah. all four yeah. years i love point guard you just but... don't associate monte with defense it's just i mean that's that's not a knock to monte it's just it is no. what it is so he's not afraid to guard him. though. Does it mean, no, he's not. No, see, he's not. and that's, and I respect that though, just cause there's guys who can't play defense and they just, okay, I can't play defense. No, that doesn't mean you don't try. That doesn't mean you don't attack it. You know what I mean? Like I'm okay with like, Hey, you know, you're not a good defender, but you're going to be scrappy. You're going to try Monte when it, when it was time, he was like, you would have thought he was big 12 defensive player of the year. And I'll give him that. And it took me a while to not like I, I wouldn't say I never liked Monte. It took me a while to like 
like, oh, wow, hey, Monte might be the best guy on this team. Like, it was it was tough to say that because, like, I, I had a soft spot for, for George because that's my young guy. You know what I mean? Like, I remember hosting George, and I go back and play with George. George is just talented, and we should just have fun and, and competitively go at each other. But, I mean, I, he, you know, he was the engine. He, he kept that – he kept it going. Like, he knew when to find people. He He trusted his teammates, like – Monte's different, man. It, it's hard to find guards like that. Like, new. I'll, I'll I'll throw you this bone. I think if Taman, I I don't want to be an asshole here, but I think if he drastically increases or you know just improves on his shooting, sure. But I think at the end of the day, um, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe before the 2010s, you could be a point guard without shooting. We actually talked about Deontay Garrett. He wasn't as much of a shooter, way more of a ball distributor at Iowa State, and he thrived. I think in today's day and age, when you're a guard, you got to learn how to shoot. And Taman can. Like, we've seen him nail down some threes, but I think um, Monte was never afraid. And whenever he was open, it was pretty consistently going in. Even when he was contested, he usually made that shit. So I think that was kind of what elevated him. And Monte... To Taman's point, to his hope, Monte got better at that every single year. I remember his freshman year, he wouldn't pass up shots like Taman, which is why I think maybe I'm a little critical of that situation. But he would still shoot. He would just make make sure he was making the right shot. So I think Taman has a lot of that, but I think he's got to prove to be a little bit more of a shooting threat. But I don't know. Newt, maybe, you're, maybe at the end of his career, you have an argument. You could say Monte was a better shooter. Taman was a better defender. Pick your pick your poison. What do you want? Facts. Who's going to be better with your roster? So I would say right now, I thought freshman Monte a little bit better than Taman, but on two different scales, like defensively yeah. Taman, I think is way better than him right now than when Monte, Absolutely. maybe even when Monte left too. So that's, yeah. it's a fair argument. New. I'll give you that, but yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't think For it'll sure. be the case. All right. I, I think, I think <laughs> it's, it's one of those that like, we might, we might be surprised because I think, I think like Monte blossomed very well and it was but he also he had the beautiful deandre kane to like hold him under his wing and be like this is how you play like a grown fucking man on the court (laughs) and like it was true because i love deandre kane after that year monte played like he had like all the confidence in the world he always wanted the last shot and he always fucking took it and it was like it was crazy how like he was always like one of the game winners, one of that spotlight, one of that pressure. And like most of the time he came up for it. Like, it, like he had the big winner against Texas, like shit like mm-hmm. that. Like he fucking loved that shit. And so like, I think we all, as Iowa State fans love Monte. He obviously deserves it. He was an absolute treat to watch, but I think there mm-hmm. are so many similarities in the way that Taman and Monte both play. And I also think Taman watched Monte play so much because he's an Ames kid, probably went to so many games. They mm. play very similarly of like risk averse. Pass, I did not know he was from Ames. Make sure my teammates like put them in position to win. I might not be the main guy right now. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. the other thing with Taman is like, he realizes like, Hey, I, I'm, I'm going to bet it right now. I guarantee you next year, Taman's going to have a great corner three. Great corner three. It's the easiest one to add to your arsenal. And I would not be surprised if he has like a good, like, you know, one of the like elbow extended kind of threes, one of them. But it's going to be something like he's just going to sit in Ames this summer, go to the gym, and that's all he's going to do because he realizes that it's what he has to add to his arsenal too. Like, I'm going, and it I'm will going not out shock there this me. summer. 
if Taman if Taman adds that to his arsenal because like it's 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 like the next thing that he knows he's gonna have to add to his game. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting like step to see. But I I, I want to throw that out there because I've thrown out some interesting things. I threw out early. I think early last year. I know, I know where you're going with this. I threw out the, would you rather <laughs> have TJ Osselberger yep, yep. or Matt Campbell debate, which right now looks very good. I'm not going to lie. TJ Osselberger is doing a damn good job. I love Matt Campbell, <laughs> but looks looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. So We should have them on to debate that. Who, yeah. Which one of you are better for us? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're. Yeah. I think they're. I you think they're. Jamie really Pollard close. be the moderator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jamie. Great. I love Jamie. Damn. Jamie. Um. Jamie. I, so this is <laughs> this is a, one of those dumb questions. From well, I like dumb questions. <laughs> this, I just realized <laughs> that I called it a dumb question, and this is actually a question that we got for you, Craig. Oh. So this is my dumb brain. Let, let me let me backpedal here. So Ryan Hughes, thank you so much for submitting this. Um, this isn't a dumb question. There is no such thing as a dumb question. This is a dumb there answer that I'm about no to give. Yeah. No <laughs> so he said, thoughts on playing Baylor to start the tourney after the big win in their final game of, in that arena. And so my dumb brain, this is what I meant to say. Dumb brain, it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. But more, more than anything, it's hard to beat a team back-to-back Ever, you know, especially like in yeah. as competitive of a, of a conference as a Big 12. So as a player, when you know that you're in a situation like this where you're like, oh, damn, there's a third time we're playing this team. And we beat them the other two times. Is there part of you that thinks, all right, we're going to body these guys because we did the past two times we played them? Or is it more so, yeah, we got the best of them twice. They and they were a good team. They might be come, coming out guns ablaze and we might get our ass kicked. I, as a mentality from the player in the locker room, like where do you go with that? I mean, you never, I think as a player, you never, um, you know, think like, oh man, they, they might, you always think if I've beaten you twice, like we about to beat them a third time, you don't worry about it. But what happens with playing a team multiple times is the muscle memory. So this guy was doing this, this guy was doing that. Then when you see him, he changed it up and it's a shock. You know what I mean? That's the toughest part. And the reason why I say that is because, like, um, you know, I've been in Japan the last six years playing. We play back-to-backs. So we play the same team twice. That's how they play. And it's always tough because my favorite thing to do is to play a certain way the first game, and I'll switch it all up the second game. No matter what I did, so I could have 30 the first game, I'm changing little things after I watch film because you're going to expect me to do the same thing. It worked once, it'll work again. It's a mind game. So <clears throat> like TJ, he played all those guys. Now Baylor is practicing and going to prepare for them for all those guys. Now they're watching film and now those guys are on scouting reports. So now Baylor's going to have all this information, all this. Oh, if this guy comes in and this, well, you forget about the main guys. It, it, it It's kind of one of those things where it's a good thing, but it depends on Iowa State's mentality. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. So if you're TJ Otzelberger going into this game, you know, you want to switch some things up. Um, I, you're good, man. I didn't even think about the fact that he might have purposely played all of those players. So he would maybe assume that he could be playing Baylor because I think 
we, we knew that going into that Baylor game last Saturday. There was a chance we'll play them first round in the NCAA. I keep saying NCAA, the Big 12 yeah. tournament. So maybe that was a part of his just, you know, mad scientist coaching that he did on Saturday. Hey, we're going to make you prepare for everyone when you play to us in the tournament. But, I mean, off the top of your head, I don't know if you were able to watch Baylor too much this year. Is there anything that comes to your mind that you would want to change or want it to be different from the last couple times we pay, played Baylor? I mean, not really. I mean, Baylor plays how big it's it's their guard. I mean, guard play shooting. I mean, you can't really control if Baylor's having a strong shooting night or a hot shooting night. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just I they, they don't do anything special where I feel like like you you like K State is tough. Like they're just yeah, they're just I, I grinding. Like, like you have yeah. to you have to go in there mentally prepared. You know what I mean? Um. Texas Tech plays phenomenal defense. Like help side, their 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 whole team is on the same accord when it comes to defense. That's what mm-hmm. makes it tough when you play. No matter they're not the most talented team, they're just it, it. It I just feel like they're flawless all forty minutes. You know what I mean? And that's tough. And Kansas, they just have really. I mean, they have really good guys. They have a an unconscious shooter when he's on with Dick. He, I mean. When he when he make what is it if he scores more than seven points they don't lose like it's like okay he can't score seven points it's something crazy and um the uh, the wing that's what you call the have. most important player on the team if yeah, someone does I'm, bad then they lose if someone does well then they win and it's but my deal is bro as good as Dick is like really like you keep how many times are you not gonna score like I think it's like eleven points it's something low but like. He's too good to not have 11 or more yeah. every single game. Um, yes. And then that one kid, he averages like 22. I mean, he's gone. Like he's uh, – what is it? What, what? Is it Jaron Wilson? It's not Jaron Wilson. J- uh, Something with his name? J. I, yeah, but, I, I he, but it. maybe it is Jaron. I should I know, know it too. He's he's just young, and I can't remember everybody's names. But he's he's a pro. I mean, he's just good. And no matter what, Jaylen like his team could – Jalen, there we go. I mean, the kid, yeah. he'll score 30 with his eyes closed. Like, he, he's just that good. I, we, Iowa State doesn't have that. That's what separates Kansas. I just think they're back to Kansas. Like, that's what Kansas does. That's who they are. They have guys that know their roles, and they play their bench guys. Kansas has 9-10 easily, like, ready right now to go and win it all. And then they're... 12, 13, and 14, put them on another Big 12 team. They might be 6, 7 on another team, maybe a starting five. You know what I mean? That's what makes Kansas so scary is that those guys, the guys sitting on the bench are almost more ready than the guys that are starting. It's tough. That Kansas money. I don't know what is that Bill Self, man. I, I love, I like Bill Self, man. I had, a, I had an encounter with him a long time ago. I, I kind of like him too. I kind of uh, like great. him. He's a great, he's a great dude. That's the thing about it. Like he's, he's a better dude than he is a coach, which is hard to believe. Like, oh, he I don't want to believe that though. No, I'm, I know you don't want to, but I'm telling you, I, when I, the year I got drafted that summer, I ran into Bill Self in Las Vegas and he like, I, I randomly at a bar, he like pounced on me. Like, I hate this dude. I hate this. And I turn around, like, who is on me? It's Bill <laughs> Self. And we're just laughing. I was like, oh, what's up, Bill? And so he just was talking to me and he's just like, you know, you're a great player. He was like, I need, you know, just do, you know, it's different in the league, you know, focus on you. Um, like just the, just the conversation we had, I was like, bro, we're in a 
bar. Like, this is weird. But like, wow, like, thank you. Like, I, I, I took everything in and it was almost everything that he told me because he had he, I think because he deals with so many pros, so many guys that leave early. A lot of guys don't pan out to be a 15 year pro like it just doesn't happen like that but to understand like hey it's more than this like it's more than like i think he teaches life to everybody in kansas like kansas basketball i mean look at sharon sharon's one of his best players to ever play at kansas jersey retired sharon didn't go to the nba and play you know what i mean like it, it just doesn't work out sometimes but sharon as a college player i mean name a better one you know what I mean? He and I know Sharon, great dude, too. It's just that's what Bill's self instills in people. It's like, hey, you're in the moment now. This is what you do. Be great at what you do. And then after that, it's life. It's a business. You can't control that. And I mean, it's the truth. And he's he's just such a he's a good dude. He wants people to do well. And that's I think that's what he sells. And people obviously it's not hard to sell Kansas, but. I don't, I, Kansas doesn't fall off like a, you know, you look at, you know, the Dukes and the North Carolinas, they're not the same. The Yukons change. Like, I don't ever see Kansas being one of the Louisville's two and 30, whatever they are, you know, rebuilding. I, I, I don't think I'll ever see Kansas do that. Maybe if Bill Self is not there, but while he's there, so, not happening. You saw Bill in person. Yep. Did he try and pull his two payoff? No. No, it was it was on. It so was it was on. on. So so you just was, confirmed it was a toupee. His toupee was on nah, that day. Okay, I can't, good. I can't do I can't do Bill like that. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do Bill like Fine. that. Nah. I can't. Anybody else? Maybe, but I, I can't. He's. I mean, he he raised about TJ. He used to raise about TJ as an assistant coach. Like he he knows. He he respects right. TJ. Like he respects if, if, Iowa if State. If he respects he does. If he respects Iowa State. State yeah, that's that's cool. And um, what's the uh, he loves what you call it? What's the barbecue spot? Um, in Ames. Oh, fuck. Oh, AJ's. B- you mean Hickory BNC Park. Fieldhouse? No, no, no. He loves Hickory Bro, Park. You're too, too deep into the sponsorship. I think I think, <laughs> I think you're talking about BNC Fieldhouse. The the BNC best Fieldhouse? burgers on Wilts Avenue and the best place for the to watch the okay. game. <laughs> I might have to I might have to check that out this summer when I get out to Iowa State. You you will. I guarantee you if uh, you give us a heads up, then, um you know, we'll, we'll make sure Ben gets you a free beer because I, I, I'm sure you don't need a free beer. But, hey, you know, we'll let, <laughs> let us hook you up. Just let us hook you up. You know, <laughs> I'll take um, it. I'll take it. <laughs> so, OK, before we close up, we are going to do Big 12 tournament predictions. But um before then, I feel like it would be weird if we didn't talk about the Caleb Grill situation. So, mm. first of all, holy shit, when that went down rumors everywhere is so uncontrollable. And I, I think when it comes to a situation like that, it's easy to think, Oh, what is the worst possible thing that he could say? And then your mind starts to just run rampant and you just, you know, go with these narratives that actually you just have zero, (laughs) zero legs to it. And so I, I really felt for him in that situation, especially seeing that a lot of it was, you know, mental health related, um, you know, to be fair, he was he was kicked off. He didn't leave the team. Yep. Um, you know, it was for not meeting standards. And I think uh, I, I say this to hopefully be a compliment to Caleb. But you saw him in February and a little bit toward the end of January kind of lose his cool on certain situations that did impact the game. Um, mm-hmm. And I think to to be fair to him, we didn't always see that. So I think, oh. you know, it's it's 
you got to be hyper respectful of the situation and just acknowledge, hey, the Caleb that we saw out there, you know, sometimes losing is cool. I, I don't I don't think he wants to be remembered that way. And I don't remember him that no. way because that's that wasn't him for the most part. But no. uh, when that situation happens <clears throat> and I would say he's really good at keeping things tight lipped. It's, I think, mm-hmm. such an underrated quality of our program. But everyone just starts to run rampant. What, what does that do as the player impacted, as the coach who made the decision, and also as the teammates who are there just saying, well, people are saying this was like a, a team decision. No, it wasn't. Shun came out straight away and said, no, that was a decision between TJ and Caleb. Like, when rumors are going rampant like that, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like that, but how do you imagine that impacts the you know mentality in the locker room and and clearly it, it didn't impact the Baylor game, but just how do you handle that situation? I mean, I think, honestly, I don't know who wrote it. You know, I, I believe Caleb wrote it, but his social yeah. media, I think he handled it great. He expressed it. Um, you know, it's it's funny when someone expressed something um, and they really mean it, they say it over and over. You know what I'm saying? And one thing he did was like, I love Iowa State. Like, I love like he wanted people to understand it had nothing to do with nothing. Um, I think it was handled great because like you said, Shun came out and said it was not a team decision as if people voted, like, get him out of here and all that. It was between him and TJ, which I think was a great decision because him and TJ have a relationship deeper than I think anybody else on that team because of their history, which is great. Um, TJ's a great dude. He's a fair dude. So I know whatever it was. They talked about it fairly and, and under, you know, they understood each other. Um, it, it sounded like Caleb, you know, feels terrible for whatever happened. No, I don't care what it is, you know? Um, and I'm sure he apologized to whomever, whether it was the whole team or individually, whatever the thing is. And he, 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 he's going to tell it one day. He's going to let people know what happened. But he can't do it now because it's too early. The team's still going. He has to do it when he's done a few years and be able to talk to someone. And hopefully it gets out because I think it needs to be said one day, but it doesn't need to be now because it's his own personal. And maybe the, you know, maybe pressure got to him, you know, and then that's mentally because, I mean, at the beginning, the dude came out killing. Like I had people texting me, bro, did you see Iowa State? Who's that grill kid? And I was like. I mean, I don't know. He's just he's playing good. And then what happened to the grill kid? You know what I mean? And that's tough to be here and then to go here. And then, the he, you know what I mean? His season was kind of started off high this year and kind of went down. And you know what I mean? And maybe he couldn't handle it or he didn't handle it the right way. And like I said, there's things probably I mean, you got to understand the grind and the and the and the, the trenches that players football any sport go through in college you guys are brothers like you guys are in arms you guys go through so much stuff can be said there's stuff said all the time that's not right you know what i mean mcdermott had something said and i had people trying to do interviews with me and call me is mcdermott a racist i said listen (laughs) one thing that he i know he's not is that like don't do that to him okay maybe he said something borderline but don't do that like don't just start blurring out all these things because McDermott would give the shirt off his back if I asked for it right now. He, yeah. the dude, the man texts me every birthday. Oh, when when is your birthday, Craig? I, I need to start texting you after birthday. <laughs> it's in October, but you know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's racist, why would he care about my birthday? Yeah. 
this many years from college. Like I'm a grown man with kids now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't like when people, but this is social media. So, you know, it, yeah. That's what's scary about it. I mean, we don't, I, I, I am really like, before I say anything more, I don't know what happened. I really no, don't. No, nobody does. I, mean, I don't either. The, the more, I didn't even ask. The most, I don't. <laughs> yeah. And and I think what, what killed me to see was a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, he must have said something racial. And I was just like, why does it is have your mind to only, be that? Yeah. I was like, is your mind only going there because you're just thinking of, oh, what's the worst possible thing he could say? So, like, I. <laughs> it's okay, really, let's say he did. It's hard for me to let's say, that. It, let's say he did. I, even, I guarantee everybody in that locker room has his back. Yeah, and that's that's the situation too. I'm like, <laughs> if it were like truly that, then we would probably, you know, maybe hear about it from someone else. But at the at the same time, though, because I was actually like, I was asking people that I didn't even know who just went to Iowa State. I was like, did you hear mm. it was anything racial? Like, does that actually have legs to it? And I'm. You know, not to be an asshole to those people, I, yeah. and I, I get that everyone's mind wanders, but it was just kind of yeah. like that. You need to be very, very sure of yourself if you're going to make that accusation. And, and more sure. than anything, I, I just, I, I hope he finds himself, and and I know that he's a great player, and and he's a good person. Everyone will go to bat for him, you know. So that's that's why I feel sad about the entire thing. And a lot of people are asking, is there a chance he could come back next year? I think it's way too early to have any indicator of that. But I mean. Who knows? You know, like, yeah. like maybe this isn't fully the end of it. Okay. New, I, I know you've been chomping out the bit. So that last part is weirdly what I feel like is going to happen. I, think think come back? I, I feel like he's going to come back because I, I, I don't know. It's like him and TJ's relationship is so crazy strong that he's been mm-hmm. with TJ his entire college career. He's followed mm-hmm. TJ wherever TJ has been a coach that this has definitely been a thing that like, it was definitely not easy for them to come to this decision. And I think it was <clears throat> probably a point of like basically them coming to a mutual decision of, Hey, for the good of the team and, and you, it's probably best for you to step away from the team at this mm-hmm. moment. Uh, um, you know, grill still has due to COVID another year, I believe that he can play college basketball yep. And it could be one of those things of like, hey, you know, we know you love Iowa State. We see that you're still supporting the Cyclones, still in school, all this kind of stuff, you know, and we want to make sure that we're supporting you. You know, he talked a lot about his mental health kind of thing um, in his post as well. And, you know, it's hard. Like, I think that's another thing that gets like people talk about so much of like, these athletes couldn't do it back in like the eighties and the nineties. Like these athletes in the eighties and the nineties couldn't do it now because they don't have after every fucking game, a million random ass scrubs chirping them, calling them like the shittiest fucking things that you can imagine telling them that they're pieces of shit, that they're going to literally kill them, things like that because they couldn't do this or that or whatever. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like just the craziest things. And especially if they're college athletes, like, can you imagine some of the things that people like, tweet at these kids like that are 18 19 years old like like insane the the scrutiny that that players and and everyone gets nowadays like i can mm-hmm. only imagine that fuck like i struggle with my mental health and i have no one bashing me about my yeah. work performance or what i'm doing on a daily basis i can can only imagine if i was you know 20 and you're struggling with like your identity trying to figure out college and whatever else is going on relationships all that bullshit and then someone else is telling you like you suck at basketball why haven't you made a three in three games and you're just like 
fuck you, dude. Like, you know, someone like, you who's never played too. Yeah. Someone, someone who's never who's shot a basketball. Exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah, so it's like, like, is the response? Oh yeah. Good point. I'll just make a three next game. Like, yeah. of course. Yeah. it's just, so, I mean, but like, to be serious, it's like, I, I think with that, I, I, you know, like, and it might not happen. And, and I think that's maybe looking at it as like a very positive thing, but I think the, like at, at a minimum you're, you're going to see, and, and it's definitely happening now, but like TJ and Griller, they have a connection that goes beyond basketball. It goes beyond coach player. Like, you know, they've said that it's, it's almost like brotherly kind of thing of like, you know, it's very mentor. They, they care so much about each other that we want to make sure that that grill um, is, is taking care of that is, is doing well. But like, I think it could be something that, Hey, if, if he's, if he's recognizing that taking care of himself, you know, and maybe willing to, to whatever, recognize it and, and put forth effort, it could be something that could be re-looked at. I, I wouldn't be shocked by it. I, I think it's something that knowing who TJ is, knowing TJ and girls relationship together mm-hmm. too, that, I wouldn't be surprised by, but you know, it, it could also be something that's much bigger because we don't know what caused it or, yeah. or anything like that, where it's like, it could have been way more of like TJ's like, Hey, like, you know, love you as a, as a player, someone that I've been able to to see develop as a person, adult, everything right. like that. This is not going to work at Iowa state anymore. I'm sorry. Right. Like I get that too, but yeah that is that is like a weird i don't know like sort of my connotation with it is like i i could still see maybe something like that happening just because like knowing how far they go back and everything and maybe think like hey there needs to be a step back right now in the season because of where we're at in the season and caleb might have been something that like this is not going to work with the current team where we're at in the season how things are progressing that it would harm the team the locker room everything that's going on see that's why i don't think it was racial yeah, because I mean, racial doesn't mean you get kicked off the team. That's where it goes. He could have been like, like you said, those rants during the games that cause different things. Now, those can continue during practice. Those can continue after the games. Those can continue. Yeah. That's the stuff where it's like, you know what? You're just too much right now. We told you to cut it out. You're 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 throwing balls. You know, we don't know because, you know, I've, I've had teammates that have done that in at Iowa State where it was like, bro, you're just ruining. We can't even practice because you're just. Yeah, that can be it. Why does it have to be? Because I just feel like if it was racial. TJ is TJ. TJ can is beyond that. Like TJ can have a conversation with you and be like, listen, uh, uh-uh. and then like talk to maybe if it went towards somebody. And then no one gets kicked off the team. But when you're disrupting everybody and and like yeah. you can't get stuff done, that's worse. Not saying like obviously racial talk is like not worse, but I'm saying like that's worse yeah. to a team because I feel like I can get over that. You said something to me in anger, like you were angry and we're teammates, we're brothers. You say something borderline racial, let's say I can forgive you. But when you don't care about us and what we're doing and what we build and you're just trying to tear it down because, you know, and let's say it's mental health that hurts more than anything. Yeah. I think, um, it was, it was, this is a terrible way of uh, spin zoning this, but when that news broke, I, my phone was blowing up. I'm like, shit, am I actually like an Iowa state reporter? It was, it was weird how many right. people were like, just, you know, throwing stuff out there. And my thing was, I think, yeah, if it were racial, then I, I think this would be handled very differently. But more yeah. than anything, like, I hate to admit it, I think we may have seen a little bit of this writing on the wall because we have seen some of those 
a little bit more of like outbursts. And and maybe it was just a little bit of a slow burn where, where it just got to be too much and said, Hey, right. you know, focus on your mental health. Like that's what's most important. And at the same time, like this has been something that, you know, we, we want, we don't want to affect the team. And I know you're a team player and, and mm-hmm. if, if this is something that you're also recognizing, then maybe it's just, it's not, it's not the best right now. And so that's why I'm I do okay think. with that. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, and I'm all for that for him Seriously, as, could a, be an as option a player for to step down, for him to step yeah. down as you're playing and realize, and to say, I have something going on. Like it's not, Hey, that's big props. Like, to be honest, yeah. because the, the step one is recognizing and, and owning yeah. up to it, you know? So I hope, like I said, I hope he's okay. And like, new, I, I that would be a great comeback story to focus on himself and come back mm-hmm. his last year and just kill it. I mean, what better story? Yeah, and I mean, we've seen the response from like Iowa State Cyclone Nation on Twitter, everything like that's been been fantastic. I mean, like, you know, we obviously saw everyone like run with these these rumors, and you know, we don't know exactly what's going on, but even with girl saying like I've struggled with a lot of mental health, we think a lot of it was like outbursts, you know, just overall distraction. So it'd be Absolutely. great. I mean, I don't think there's anyone at Iowa State who wouldn't take him back with open arms and be like, hey, yeah. we'd, love, we'd love to have you back on the team, Caleb. He's been one of those players that like has been great, you know, and, and TJ's had nothing but great things to say with him. Is obviously wanting him to come with him wherever he's coached too. So I, I would. I would, it'd, it'd be an awesome thing to have him and especially, you know, to have that sort of veteran leadership in the locker room and hopefully, for sure. be, you know, in a, a good circumstance for him mentally too. So. Absolutely. New, I, sorry, I don't mean to cut this. This is a really good conversation. Um, I know you got a concert to go to. Should we turn it over to big 12 tournament predictions and call it? Yeah. Or do you have time for that new? No, let's, let's do the big 12 and then, yeah, we got to get going. Okay, if you got a piece out, go for it. Um, with that being said, I'm passing the torch to you because if you got to get going, then we need your prediction before you go. So, who do you think is going to win, and how do you think Iowa State is going to do? Could be one answer here, or it could be two. Who do I think is going to win? Um, I'm going to be really boring and say that I think Kansas is going to win because mm, boring. I think they are probably the most consistent team here. Um, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to make of the big 12. I, if Baylor would have kicked the shit out of us this last game, I probably would have picked Baylor heading into this. But the fact that they just got creamed by an Iowa state team that has looked like ass for a month and a half on their own home court on senior night made me be like, I don't think Baylor's good. Um, or maybe not as good as I anticipated. So with that, I can't believe in Texas because I just don't believe in a school that doesn't believe in itself or ever being a basketball school like Texas. I just I can't get behind Texas ever. They don't care about basketball. So therefore, their basketball players can't care about basketball, if that makes sense. Um, And I think K-State's fraudulent, too, because I they just annoy the Mm. shit out of me. So. With that being said, I also want Iowa State to lose because I want us to get rest. Um, so, <laughs> what round great. first? I'm yeah, first round or second to Baylor. Um, I really, I, I just, I don't want us to play multiple games. I, I think it's <laughs> the way we play and the lack of rest. Like, fucking playing three games in three days. Like I said, against potentially three top ten teams. Mm-hmm. terrible and three good ass def- like not Baylor but Baylor still is gonna be a grind out tough 
like they're a tough fucking team. Like they crashed the offensive boards hard. Like that was one thing one. that, especially this last game, it was like we had to box them the fuck out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we go against, you know, potentially Kansas next, and then either whatever Texas, K State, TCU possibility. Sorry, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Though both of you, I think both of our asses this year. Did we get swept by them? Both of them. We I got swept by Oki State. Yeah. yeah. Did we get swept by Oklahoma? No, we Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I shouldn't be discounting actually any of the eight, nine, seven, or ten seeds because we have worse records against them than the, the top. Because <laughs> we've lost to all of them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Gave Texas Tech their actually, first we got win. swept by West Virginia. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I should be afraid of those teams making a run. But um, that's that's my thought. I, honestly, yeah, I I'm I'm a sucker. I'd much rather do better in the big the big dance than the big 12 tournament it's just you know falling victim to to recency bias a little bit like it's cool i i, I think the big 12 is is it's it's awesome it, it's it's a, a fun twitter moment it's so cool to watch iowa state fans take over kansas city I, I love it i, I really best. do um I'm, I'm not gonna cheer against it like i'm not like openly rooting against iowa state but it's one of those things that if we lose I'm not terribly bummed about because like, mm. I think that there's a very good like alternate to it of like, Hey, we don't have to play back to back and we don't have to play another very good big 12 team or potentially another very good big 12 team again. And it delays, you know, it's like we play Saturday in the championship game at, at nine 15, you get back to Ames Sunday you're figuring out your tournament destination that day and then you're traveling. Like it's just, you don't have any time off. We lose whatever. We're, we're the early game on Thursday. We're back in Ames that day and they're getting, they're sleeping in their bed Thursday. They got Friday. Listen a minute. You're, you're actively rooting against Iowa State this weekend. <laughs> no, I'm just just you, say it. Just I'm say it. I'm telling you the benefits. I'm telling you the benefits. These guys get, I see the benefits, but just say it. In Ames, rested, trained before. Like if they, if they make a run, they literally figure out where they're going for the tournament and they're f- probably flying there like the day or the next day and they don't just have commit. any time off. Just I'm say just, it. Just say, no, just say I'm you kind of want I'm them to lose. I'm telling you just say what it. it is. Just say, it'll feel it's better once you admit cool. it. No, because it's cool. It helps the Twitter numbers, uh, like social media numbers. It's fun. <laughs> it's a fun fucking time. Like, I'm not, you can, you I'm can tell saying, we started this from a social media account. I'm just saying I see. I see. that there's pluses and minuses to both, but like, it normally helps with the fucking tournament run, and that's what matters. It sucks losing the first round of the tournament. Like, when we lost to Ohio State, that fucking sucked. No one gives a shit that we kicked the fuck out of whoever in the Big 12 tournament. I don't give a fuck about that. I was, All I remember is that we played, like, absolute dog shit I was against Ohio, about Ohio State. State. No one gives a I had, fuck. I had, to, I had here, to shout out Ohio really State. Good. I lost a bet. Everyone just remembers that we lost Ugh. a goddamn UAB. Okay, that's that's all that fucking matters. Or the one year where we, UAB. We, we barely got past, like, Nevada, and then we lost to Purdue, and, like, that was just Steve Prohm. I, I, we don't even need to get into how bad of a coach Steve Prohm was. He was just riding Fred's coattails. Like, that team was so good, and they were pathetic. Like, <laughs> Whatever. I think I, I don't want to get in a problem. I, that man wasted so much Iowa State talent. Like the, the you covered team? so much ground. You covered yeah, an entire decade. Hey, I thought you he covered was the entire Big Twelve. You hey, covered every waiting. team in the Look, Big Twelve. He tournament. went. I was like, wait, he might man. even bring. Is he gonna go even when I play? Hold on now, because yeah. he didn't make the. <laughs> and then we get to Craig, and they didn't even make the tournament. Like, <laughs> that's how you feel. Like, 
all right, thanks for bringing it up. Nah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he stopped where where he did. That's know. where it was, yeah. Because <laughs> well, if he went to you know to to uh, to uh, Hoiberg, I mean, there's not much. There's nothing bad to say about Hoiberg. Fred's the man. So no, Hoiberg was a god. Guy. He's, I mean, he's a great dude. Guys in school during that time, it was a fucking blast. I was pissed about Hoiberg when he announced he was the coach because I had signed with an agent a week before he announced, or no, three days before. He announced, you know, so check this out. Some of y'all might not know if he would announce bef- like a week ahead of time that he was going to take, I would have stayed my senior. Year. What the fuck? That's that's crazy. Annoying. Why weren't you like, mm-hmm. you got to get in the ears of some people, Craig. Like- he t- you know, what's crazy, though, like Fred told me to leave. Like Fred was like, bro, you should have left because, you know, he was trying to get me my sophomore year. He's like, he you didn't even make to, uh, an NCAA he was an assistant. He was an assistant GM at Minnesota, and they want like they were actively like, "Listen, are you coming out?" And I'm like, "Might go back." And they're like, "That's not bad, but I think you should come out." And I'm like, "And that's the year I sh- probably should have because McDermott was like, we're gonna do this, we're gonna run more.' We brought in athletic people and still kept it half court. Oh my god! I was like, "What did I stay mm-hmm. for? What did I stay for to get triple teamed?" Like. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was tough. But yeah, that team with just playing with Fred, I probably would have averaged 25 easily because he made everything easy. That would have been a wild roster. N- yeah, New, if you got to get going. Just, no, I'm I'm fine. You okay? I I thought your concert started in like he just went on that. Minutes, but... He went in that rant. He is ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that was good. That was I good. Was. Yeah, you, you covered like an entire decade and covered the entire Big Twelve tournament too. Every single team you you mentioned. Um, okay, yeah. Craig, what are your what's your prediction? Oh wait 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 oh. wait wait new new new. So first Kansas round exit, to Kansas to win it all. Okay, what's the um what's the, the score Baylor. against Baylor then? Give us the score prediction against Baylor. Baylor wins seventy to sixty one. There we go. All right, Craig, you're up. I got oh I got Iowa State. Losing second round because okay. I think two, they play. They would have to play Kansas. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you don't think West Virginia or Tech is gonna knock off KU? I don't oh, think so. No, I don't. Yeah. If they were okay, so now, yeah, no, I don't think so. I just don't. Um, I think it'd go down to yeah. you know maybe five or less points. They lose to Kansas. Okay. And That's then. Close. And then I just have. So so West Virginia and Tech is on that side. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with like Kansas TCU final TCU wins. Ooh. I like I was thinking about putting TCU on mine. All right. Yeah. I didn't know the sides who was on who cuz what I wanted to say was I was going to give it to uh if Texas Tech was on the opposite side of Kansas and didn't have to face them, I would have put them in just to be fun, but um, or Oklahoma State because I like how they've been playing really good, but they're still not talented enough. So I'm gonna go with TCU. Jamie Dixon's gonna figure it out. He's a good. Coach. Right. He's a good back too. Yeah. Uh huh. One that. of our sweep teams. One of our sweep teams. All right. Yep. I don't trust Tech. Okay, I'm raising my hand here. I didn't. I read an. I read the headline of an article. I did not read the article. There's been some noise with Mark Adams. Can anyone else fill me in on that? Of Texas he... Tech. Discipline like a player and then use uh 
slightly, what was it? Uh, I don't know. If, kind of racial. I, I don't know. It was like a servant master scripture to defend himself against a player saying that there is like a servant master relationship and that they need to. That's what to McDermott him. did. Uh, That's basically okay. what McDermott did. And then did he, did he had that happen it. like in the past year, didn't he? He said something like, um, something of like, this isn't, this isn't, you could have, or what do you say? Something like, something with cotton fields or something like that. Yeah, I was it, like, it was something about that. I, like, I see where, I, like, the thing with McDermott is you, you, you have to, it was the heat of the moment they were losing or lost, and he was trying to get a metaphor out, and it just didn't sound right. Like, you know, and that's why I'm like, Okay, like I get what you were trying to relate and say, but you can't do that now. You hey, know what I mean? He really spit bad on a player. <laughs> oh, he what? Mark Adams said or... he spit on a player. Now listen, boy. But these kids are right. But I wish it, I wish somebody would spit on me on when I was in college. There's conflicting reports on that. <laughs> Supposedly, I'm just telling you now. I don't know what these kids take, are like, Craig. <laughs> that that one's uh, up in the air, but um. I want to see him spit on DeAndre King. (laughs) (laughs) Like Royce White. Go spit on Royce White and see if he don't tap. You you spit on DeAndre King. You're not living. That's what I'm like. There's just like. You're actually not living. You spit on DeAndre King. Same with Royce, One person's walking out of the gym and his name's DeAndre King. Royce was a uh, freakishly uh, normally strong kid. Like Royce was a baby. But he was just. He was the Hulk. That kid was Yeah, Royce. Royce was dominant. Um, yeah, it looks like he, Mark Adams, was referencing a Bible verse. Again, I'm skimming through the article. I don't have time to read it, but whatever. Long story short, that's why I don't think, uh, I think West Virginia is going to get the best of them in round one. There's, and Tech is, has struggled all year anyway. Yeah. Um, so I just, I think, I think they're going to be kicked out, you know, round yeah. one. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, my prediction, um, Iowa State loses to Baylor. I, I, this is my dumb brain talking. It's talking too loud. We're not going to beat a really good team three times in a row in one year, especially back to back. I don't know. That's just my dumb brain is talking I mean, too loud. Wrong with that. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. I, I just, it, it, I, w- I hope I'm wrong. Obviously, I disagree yeah. with both of you guys in the sense that, dude, I don't know. That, I, I know that I'm in the minority here. I know this is like really just dumb talk because at the end of the day, Big 12 tournament doesn't really mean as much. Well, it doesn't really mean anything, especially compared to the NCAA tournament. There you go. Hey, I love hey, doing no, well in the Big 12 tournament. It, it is fun. You you actually... Piss you, off. You, 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 <laughs> that's, I, that's, I know. That's I heard it. I heard this it. podcast needs to be. We could cut out the entire hour and like 15 <laughs> minutes and you could just put this because you just answered it perfectly as to why we're saying like we don't we don't care about it because so anyway Iowa State's going to beat Baylor by 15 points in the first (laughs) round then they're going to beat KU by eight points and they're going to beat K-State by two points to win the Big 12 championship that's my prediction no no kill K-State if we play them we oh so that's my prediction though so I got Iowa State losing to Baylor I actually mean that that's tough. I know. I, I was lying. I was. I mean, Iowa State's losing to Baylor, Baylor and then K State. Then go K- to the tournament. See, I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they're winning it all. K- 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 winning it all. 
they're, they're winning it all in the Big 12 tournament. Stamp it right now. They have a good presence in Kansas City. I mean, Manhattan's less than a two-hour drive from here. They always have a big fan base. It's always Iowa State, KU, and K-State that have the biggest you know, fan base show. And sure. I think TCU could beat them, honestly. But I, I think K-State, they're good, man. And yeah. I don't think Texas's fan base travels very well. Dude, one Texas thing I meant to mention – Iowa State's fan base is smart. Like, if you listen in on the games, you can hear them be quiet during offense. You can yep. hear them get loud during a bad call. I was watching yep. Texas when we played – or when we played in Austin. Um, their team was loud. Like, you could hear super loud environment. They were energized. Wait, you but heard the one that? difference – Texas isn't I, loud, dude. No, Texas no, no. When loud. we played That's at Texas – no, they were. The biggest gym I've ever been in. The, the, the game that was on Longhorn Network this year, you could hear they were very loud. But the thing is, you you could tell that they didn't exact – they weren't used to being loud because it would be incredibly loud on offense. And then there would be, like, a bad call, like, a, in favor of Iowa State. And then, like, the crowd wouldn't even react. And I'm just like, this, this fan base just isn't rules. as engaged. I think they're just there, and they all only know football, and they're just like – yep. What just happened? I, I think they'll show that fan base will show up to a couple basketball games a year and go crazy, but they won't know yep. know what to do with themselves. So I think Iowa State travels with their fans. They have a really engaged fan base, and but I I, I think K State's going to win it all this year. And then I think um we'll do a March Madness preview next week. But I'm liking Kansas again because I'm a moron in the NCAA tournament. So we'll You're see how that plans they out. They just won. They just won it all. I know, but again, are they going to win it two years in a row? I don't think they are. Someone from the Big 12 is because it's the best conference. Yeah. All right. You tell me some scrubby ass Big 10 team is going to do well. They haven't won a. No, Big 10. They haven't won the Big 10 tournament. Big 10 trash. Like 2000. Hey, Purdue will make maybe the season. Coming out of the ACC, though, that people need to be afraid of. Who? Who is. Ooh. Wait, tease us. Miami Mm. and tough. Miami? Miami. I haven't now, watched them play much they, this year, honestly. They, they, they don't. The they best. don't. Hey, they don't. They don't hit the Ken Palm formula, Craig. Sorry. They don't hit it. <laughs> That's the only thing. Their defense New is just has ranked 126 in Ken Palm. You can't win a tur- you can't win a title doing that. You have to be top matchups. The matchups. No, no matchups will get you to Sweet Six. Nah, I'll get you Sweet Sixteen. That's why I said sleepers. They get sweet sleepers. Okay, they can get to the Sweet Sixteen, but they're not going. They're not winning that shit all. I think I think yeah. UConn's UConn's my sneaky win it all team. Mm, I they like fit, UConn. They I don't think the Ken Palm formula. Anyway, we're saving this shit. We're saving this shit. I got. We go. are. We are. Okay. Kentucky is coming back. <laughs> we'll see about Kentucky. All right. Defense. If you made it this far, thank you for tuning in. Um, we'll be back next week for a March Madness preview. And one last thing, I guess. Roll clones. Roll clones. Roll clones, baby. Ah, all right. I think that was our best one yet. That was a good one. I'm excited (laughs) for that. Now I'm about to do some research on all the – I'm going to find me a real sleeper team.